0: Jam in the AM on a Wednesday morning broadcast, Nahum Siegel here in New York City. I've uh, I've mentioned um, that a week from Sunday we're going to be on 5th Avenue in New York City uh our parade coverage and boys our parade coverage is going to be amazing this year. It's always amazing, even even more amazing this year. Uh, is brought to you and presented by our friends at ALE. We have spoken about ALE on the air before, you can go to dot org for information about um, about their activities and about their incredible services in Israel. And with us live via telephone is Shlomit Graevsky. Shlomit is the director of Aleh Jerusalem. Aleh is Israel's network of care for children with severe complex disabilities, providing over 750 children from around Israel with high-level medical and rehab care in four Residential facilities in Jerusalem, Bnei Brak, Gederah, and the Negev. Shlomit Graevsky, Shalom, and welcome to JM and the AM. Hi, Shalom. How are
1: you?
0: Baruch Hashem, everything is wonderful. I hope everything is uh, is good over there in uh, Israel. Tell us, how long have you been associated with Ale?
1: Close to nineteen years.
0: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Yeah, a long time. And what makes Ale unique? What makes it um, what sets it apart in terms of its services for those with uh, disabilities?
1: So I think two things. First, as you mentioned before, Ale took upon itself to take care of the most severe, uh, complex children and youngsters in Israel. It says no, almost to nobody. I mean, we accept whoever we can give the best care. This is the first thing. It is quite unique because you know that the, that's what we need to give the best answer to these children and youngsters is an enormous effort, and this is something we took upon ourselves. So that's the first thing. The, sec- the second thing, I think, is about our attitude. It's very easy, I would say, that once you take care of uh, needed people, it doesn't matter their age or sex or what the cause is, it's very easy to give them the best care, the comfort, and the good food and good clothing and a nice atmosphere. But what's unique about Elé is that we believe in these people. We believe that everybody can reach something, can do something that you couldn't done, they couldn't uh, do before, them and their families. And once you believe in the children and the youngsters, I always call them the children because I treat them like my own private children, wow. but once you believe in them and you expect out of them, so they do reach a potential. And I think this is one of the things that makes Ale very, very, very special, that you give the children the opportunity to really live their best lives and close to the most normative life that you would expect our children to live.
0: Shlomit Groyevsky is with us, directs Ale in uh, Jerusalem. Give me an example. Uh, tell me a story of, a, uh, uh, of one of the people you've dealt with who has complex disabilities Uh, who achieved something or did something that was, you know, simply unbelievable.
1: Second, I've got many stories. In my mind, the first thing I can think of is a baby which we received directly from hospital. It was a twin. His twin brother passed away immediately. It was a premature baby. And we received him from the hospital. And I remember the professor who told me, listen, I've seen his brain in the CT. Don't expect anything out of him. Since we don't, I mean, we never react to the examinations as if they're the only truth. So we took the baby. The parents, you can understand, were in a a terrible state. It was the first boy after three girls. And they were in a terrible state. They couldn't take him home. And he came to us with all the tubes, with the feeding tube, Of course, not speaking. They told us he was blind. They told us nothing would come out of him. It took us two and a half years, which... One afternoon, I get a phone call from the father, and I'm, I see him almost every day. And I get a phone call from the father, excited. He said, "Listen, look at the at the WhatsApp. I sent you a picture." And he sent me a picture of his son. He was four at the time, drinking from a cup. <laughs> so this is something that I, I'm excited when I speak about it, even now. I mean, there's something you have to believe in and to reach in. So you can say, I mean, okay, so he drinks from a cup. So what's the what's the great thing about it? No, for the family that something could have been done with a child and now they can take him home. They don't have to make all the, the fuss about tubes and, and, and machines and everything. They can give him to eat and to drink like a normal child and they can take him home and he can be part of the family with his other brothers and sisters. That's one one small, small story. And I can tell you many other stories of, of children that need oxygen 24-7 and need uh, a nursing care 24-7 and we took upon ourselves to make them part of a Bnei youth movement, which we opened up in our place three years ago. And once we open up a regular Bnei I mean, you know what a Bnei oh, yeah. for our children is. Yep. Every week, every week they come the leaders, make a, um, you know some kind of activity with them. They go out to the rest of the Bnei students in the country to, you know, to two to to, to bishvat activities, summer camp, winter camp, for the special needs activity. But... It would never occur on anybody's mind. These children with the cubes and wearing diapers and in wheelchairs could be part of this normal activity. And this is a list.
0: You know, Shlomit, in this country, we always talk about uh, disability inclusion uh, and the efforts that are made in our community and other communities to, to do just that, to include those who have disabilities and challenges. It, it seems to us in, in in so many of these conversations with Ale and others, that in Israel they do this so much better than we do or other countries around the world do. We, we, do you get that feeling that when it comes to disability inclusion, Israel's at the top of their game?
1: Listen, I don't know so much about the rest of the country that I can tell you that it's an issue here in Israel. It's an issue because every student of uh, high school students, even in the ninth grade, is part of the tikkun olam program these days. Um, that they're supposed to volunteer and get and get to know our population, all the rest of the people with, with the special needs, to get to know them, to include them in their lives, to include them in society, to know that they're part, an equal part of society. So that's an issue from a very, very, very early age. And again, you have to believe first in this idea, and secondly, to believe in the youth, in the regular, in the normal and healthy youth. To know that they can make a change and think this is again another another um, project, I would say, or an issue, a very important issue that these children do, that these young students do, to carry out this program and to make it to make it happen.
0: What do they do? They they meet so with they, they meet with them. They go on trips with them. What types? What types of things uh, happen to? So I'll
1: tell you. This thing... Sorry. No, that's wrong. The Sikunolam program is a program that it's together with the Ministry of Education. It's a very, very, it's a national program, okay. And it's with the Ministry of Education. The idea is that we, and not only us, I mean, many other uh, organisations would deal with special needs, we we let these children in their schools to know what the special population is, okay. So we go there, and staff go there. Show them films and give them the sensitivity and speak to them about it medically, educationally. I mean, in all means, what these children are, what can be expected out of them, what, how is the work, how is the way to work with them, etc. And then they have seminars at our homes. I can tell you, I'm part of every seminar twice a week. 60 or 70 children, young students, come to our home, and they all to see the children, our children, at their own natural surroundings to get to know what it means a child in a wheelchair. What it means that you're blind, or deaf, or both, that you have no ability to eat, but still you want to taste the world and you want to enjoy the life. How do you do about it? What do you go? How does it happen? What kind of other projects you can do with society? And once they get to know these children at their own natural surroundings, so it cuts down the borders and it cuts down all the, the I mean, it, it enables them, okay? To get to know the children on an equal way, to look to them not in a superior way, like we come to comfort you or to volunteer with you or to make your life happy. We come to be your friends because we're the same age. You have your disabilities, probably others have their own disabilities, but we can find a common way to grow up together and have a good time together. Is this only That's happening? The whole idea about the olam.
0: Is this only happening in uh, Aled Jerusalem, or it's happening all around the country?
1: All over, the, all over the four facilities, and it will be spread to the idea that all young students of high school will be part of this program, probably in, in many other organizations as well. LA is leading it at present.
0: What reaction do you get uh, from parents of those who have challenges um, when, when they are able to spend their time, spend their, you know, spend their time and spend these, these trips and these encounters with you know, students from around the country?
1: So, again, I can tell you a story about some mother. We sometimes know these volunteers come and take our children for weekends, I mean, to their own homes, to synagogue. they sit a Friday evening at table together with them, wanting to go to school with them. And one Mother Shabbat, the mother calls me and tells me, listen, I want to tell you something. Her son is 16, and he has a friend of Aleh, a friend at Ale. And she calls me and tells me, listen, at the afternoon I saw my son, she tells me, taking, out, taking care of a 20-something-year-old um, boy over there, in a wheelchair, fed in a tube, fed with a feeding tube, in a wheelchair, in diapers. He was the volunteer in charge of him, a friend of his. And she says to me, listen, the next time his teacher is going to call me and tell me that my son has a lovely potential, but he does not, he does not exceed it, and he can do so much more in school, I will remember this Shabbat mm. where my son took care of this young boy, and changed his diaper, and spoke to him on the way to school, and spent all the time together with him, and I know I educated my son well. Amazing. Originally, that's a mother's reaction. So, I mean, you can understand the feeling. I mean, it's a win-win situation always.
0: 100%. And the impact on the students, I guess, is obvious. The teachers see it, the parents see obvious. it. Obvious. The impact all on... All the time. Yeah, the and impact... Yeah, I'm go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. you
1: see how interested they are. They ask all the questions. They want to know. They want to meet the children. They want to understand their lives. They want to understand their challenges and how, what they can do about it. Okay, and sometimes they do not know anything about these children. Okay, it's, it's a distant area. It's a distant subject, and then they get to know them very, very closely.
0: Shlomit Graevsky is director of Aled Jerusalem. Go to Aled dot org. A L eh.org, a.l.e.h.org A-L-E-H.org for more information about uh, all of this, information about Team Aleh, information about donating and supporting the great work of Aleh. She's been with them for, uh, uh, for 19 years, and they have, believe it or not, since 1982, since 1982, they're heading toward 40 years already over there at Aleh, it's amazing. Um, since 1982, they have provided Israeli children with severe complex disabilities with the best Available care and the opportunity to develop to their fullest potential. About how many are you? How many people are you dealing with in Jerusalem? How many are you directly caring for?
1: So living is living with us are eighty two at present, and another seventy five or eighty come on a daily basis.
0: Pretty the amazing. Schools
1: and kindergartens and preschool programs that's in all in Jerusalem altogether. The four facilities close to 700, 650 or seven hundred.
0: Pretty amazing. Unfortunately,
1: but I think they're very fortunate to be with us. Uh,
0: No question about it. They are very fortunate to be with you, and uh, some of the situations they're in, as you described, are unfortunate. But thank God they have somewhere to turn, and their families have somewhere to turn when they're in this type of situation. Ale is Israel's network of care for children with severe complex disabilities. They provide over 750 children from around Israel with high-level medical and rehab care in four residential facilities in Jerusalem, B'nei Brak, Gadara, and the Negev. In Jerusalem, the director is Shlomit Graevsky. Shlomit, continue your amazing and incredible work. There she is. Shlomit Graevsky directs Alei Yerushalayim. And uh, they have now for 36 years been doing this work. And they have gotten to the point with this Tikkun Olam project where they are uh, in the tens of thousands of Israeli students who are experiencing um, this incredible program. Uh, participating with those at Ale and really uh, getting a hands-on approach and a hands-on experience uh, with uh, with Ale uh, clients, with Ale um, with Ale uh, students. The um, the website is aleh.org. A L E H dot org. Information about supporting Ale and information about all that Ale does is available on the website. Plus, Team Ale. Uh, info is there as well. Go to aleh.org. A l e h dot org. I remind you that Aleh is our presenting sponsor. They will be with us during the Celebrate Israel Parade on Fifth Avenue in New York City. An amazing way for us to bridge the gap between Israel and the diaspora. As we broadcast primarily for the diaspora, we will have this incredible partner in Aleh uh, Israel uh, along with us on Fifth Avenue, and we greatly appreciate it. Wednesday morning broadcast, plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.